3HL 104.5 The Zone, Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, Ron Slay, and this guy, Roger Sheffield. Yes. Tyson. <laughs> Offensive guard. What's up, y'all? <laughs> hey, th thanks for battling this traffic coming out west, man. We appreciate you being here. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sorry real, isn't big it? city life out here. Man. Yeah. Jeez. It yeah. is real. Part of this is your fault, though, Sappho. Oh, I mean, it's all good. Okay. Right. Y'all yeah, <laughs> keep, keep winning. People want to keep moving in all this stuff. Just part of it, man. All right, let's start with the hard-hitting stuff. Uh, where where were you on the field when the officials said, hey, hey, hey? And the crowd went, hey, hey, hey. Did, did you hear it in the moment? Yeah. Yeah. Did you think it was weird? Like, oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I think I was talking to Corey Levin at the time. And I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> professional football. Right. Punk, right. you got it? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, I like it. He was yeah. just testing his mic. Just yeah. testing his mic. I'll you know? he had the trademark thing, man. He just bust on the mic every time, once a game, like that. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, just like that. That was pretty dope. What? So, so hey, 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 or he was giving them the business, like with, hey, you know, like, like hey, 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 hold yeah, up, yeah, hold yeah. up the dog. I forgot You're about right. that one. Yeah, You're right. a ref actually did say that. You're right. Penalty on whoever he was giving him the business. Yes. You know what? You know what I think it was though. And this is my own theory. You know, there's a lot of talking going on and a lot of confusion and people trying to get the referee's attention. And I bet you he was trying to say that before he flipped the switch. Mm -hmm. And he was like, uh-oh. Because <laughs> he didn't blink and didn't break eye contact. He told that whole thing, that I'm just going to get up out of here. Yeah. <laughs> didn't smile anything. Yeah. I mean, there are funny things like that that happen in the course of a football game, right? Like of that course. we never know about. Just yeah. Weird conversations and things yep. like that. Mm -hmm. What's the weirdest conversation you ever have with an official? Um, with an official? You ever, do you ever get, like, to, to conversing with officials? Yeah, I, I always try to make them my friend. <laughs> like, so learn their see, name, stuff so like can, that? Yeah, exactly, so they can see what's going on. Yeah. You know, uh, we had a referee that, you know, also went to Indiana University. I'm like, come on, man. I, mean, I know you see it. I mean, my man's hands is high. I'm looking up at the ceiling. Can't nobody else do this. <laughs> you know, it's things yeah. like that. It's conversations like that, but usually it's a good time. Usually it's a good time when you're talking about Now, with players, that's a different story, man, because, you know, people say weird things to try to get into people's heads. <laughs> <laughs> and you know you that Taylor Dewan is one of them. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He said, oh, he's right there by him. Yeah. Uh, uh, you got the comedy show right next to you. <laughs> exactly. We were, playing, we were playing against the Chargers a couple years back, and all he kept on saying is that somebody smelled like pickles. pickles? Like, smelled like pickles. <laughs> and, I mean, was messing this guy's game up. He didn't play yeah. well the whole game. <laughs> Little vinegar, I tell you. Pickles and Kool-Aid, right? <laughs> man, oh, my God. Man, do you guys know this guy smells like pickles? Like, I mean, yeah. every chance he could get. Okay. Are you quiet? Um, I'm only quiet until, you know, somebody starts chirping obscenities. Yeah. Then, then it's free reign. You know, your mom. <laughs> I don't care. Everybody can get it. I don't care. Everybody can get it at that point. Hey. They were chirping. They were chirping on Sunday. Were they? Oh yeah. They had no reason to. Yeah, we were. Them. We were b words all day. Oh wow. Yeah. wow. yeah. So what happened when they looked up and it was thirty-four to three? Man, we didn't even care. <laughs> yeah, we didn't care. <laughs> yeah, Just hit the dude across you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. love that. Um, I always say that um, doing what we do, Ryan Tannehill is a robot. 
right? Like, I know what he's going to say before he says it. Things like, like, I mean, that's like, fine. Like, seriously, the most boring press conference yeah. ever. The dude says nothing but ever. And t- we love him. But, but talking nothing. to you guys, I understand that he has a personality, right? Like, yeah, yeah, so absolutely. I, I loved it when A.J. Brown said, because people were talking about, does Ryan Tannehill have anything extra for Miami, having played there, obviously, and, and all of those things. And, and he stayed away from it all week. But A.J. Brown said, in the second half in the huddle, there were a couple drives where he was like, let's, let's put it on him, <laughs> which I thought oh, was yeah. awesome. Yeah. So what was the huddle like as you guys were continuing to not just beat this team, but physically dominate this team? Man, you know, it was it was crazy. You know, things were really going our way, and we were really doing some, some good things in a running game. And, yeah. and I remember. Against a really good defense. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I remember um, Ryan just basically saying, you know, all right, like, all right, let's crease this. Okay, all right, let's make sure we push a pause. Let's, let's, let's finish this into the end zone. And then he was like, all right, I don't have nothing else to say. You know, you guys, you guys are doing the thing. You know what I'm <laughs> but, but, really, but really, you know, he's just, he's just all about the team. He's always going to put himself below the team. So whatever the team's goals is, is how he takes care of it. But uh, I definitely think that there was a small spark in his heart that, you know, really yeah. enjoyed that he was able to do that, yeah. get a win against his old team, yeah. and to be able to perform the way that he did. I mean, he was lights out. You talk I mean, about the just all about the team. So A.J. Brown was chirping at somebody on, on Instagram. I'm sure some of you veterans are like, just let it go, A.J. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't go at people. But I, I appreciate when he does it. But somebody had said, oh, you know, he had he said something positive about Tannehill, and that's my dude. I wouldn't be where I was without him. And somebody said, yeah, and your two catches, you know, and, and I lost my fantasy team and, and, or fantasy game, and Brown went after him and basically said, we don't care. We were able to run the ball, and we got the win. That's all that matters. There were some more choice words after that. But um, <laughs> I'll, I'll leave those out for radio purposes. But it's a perfect example of – this team and that dude who is, I, I mean, is so good and he doesn't care that he had two catches, right? Yeah. That is this team. Like, how, how has that kind of evolved this year with this turning into it's all about the team and what we can do? Well, it's not always easy, especially when you have a huge game like AJ had and then had to come back and only could contribute a couple catches. But, you know, he does some things, you know, blocking the ball. He, he takes a lot of attention. So he helps us out in the run game as well. You know, there's there's many ways that you can help out as a wide receiver that goes beyond the catches, uh, which we really appreciate him for. Yeah. Uh, you know, just having him on the field, you know, is another threat that they have to worry about. Um, and then also, you know, the, my man's growing up. He's, he's maturing. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to say that it wasn't easy. I mean, he's going <laughs> to want the ball. Right. <laughs> yeah. All great players want the ball. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it just shows you, uh, you know, having somebody who – Really, at this point, I consider him a superstar, you know, for this team uh, to be able to to be so uh, humble when it comes to that fact. Yeah. Isn't that what makes this team special in this locker room different? I mean, you've played this game a long time, but it really seems like all y'all are like that. Like, yeah, our only goal here is to be holding that trophy on the last day. Right. Yeah. And it's and it's a blue collar mentality. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think that that's why people look at it as kind of different because, like, these guys are just grinders. You know, they just grind away. No matter who gets injured, they find a way to win win the game. You know, we're pushing people downfield. We're blocking for each other. I mean, you know, some of our long runs, man, you just see some outstanding effort on the edge of yep. people blocking people downfield. And, I mean, if Derek or, or Foreman or Hilliard, Hilliard um, 
decide to make somebody miss is a house call. So, you know, we just try to give them those opportunities as much as humanly possible. As far as chirping, though, Instagram, yeah, I leave that alone. But, yeah. you know, there's nothing that you can do. <laughs> can't Twitter, that. Twitter yeah. let the fan base get them. You know, oh. go ahead and quote tweet them. I had so somebody do that to me, uh, was it, two days ago? Somebody just straight up said, I hate everything about you. <laughs> I said, well, then just get a hobby then, brother. I don't know what, I don't know <laughs> what else to tell you. Yeah. You know, you, that's something that you tell to your friends. Like, man, I can't stand that yeah. guy. You know? I'm going to add him. All, all, all that dude is trying to do is get a response. It's because there's high. no way anybody can say that to man. you. I mean, and it's going to really mean something. I felt bad after I quote tweeted, tweeted him, though, because, you know, our, fan, our fans really laid into when it. I, I appreciate our fans. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> I usually stay away from stuff like that, but every once in a while I'll retweet one just because yeah, I know the 3 HL crew will go after people. Because, I mean, it's not like, oh, I don't hate you as a football player. Everything. Yeah. I hate everything. I hate your smile. I hate well, your laugh. I, I mean, hate the way you look. I hate everything. At least it's consistent. I mean, it's all, all the way in. Hey. hey, I went back and watched the game, bro, and uh, I love watching the offensive line in a run game when I go back and watch the game when I'm not just watching the ball. Oh, right, right. Like live in the moment. Dude, you had some serious box, like, down the field, on the other side of the field. Right. And, I mean, I know you take pride in that. That's got to feel good running down the field and then connecting with somebody like that. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, it feels really, really good. Um, as you guys know, I was itching. I was itching to get back on the field. Yeah. I mean, that, that whole COVID situation, that hit me uh, from left field. And the day before the game, missing that Thursday night game, you know, I was already <laughs> super ticked off. So this is <laughs> built up energy over time. And now, uh, you know, it's just trying to continue that and solidify the rest of this season. So, I mean, this is the best part of the season because, you know, we got reasons to play these last couple games. And then every game becomes extremely important. And that's when you see, you know, people's best performances start to come out. How The game, the game before this, uh, San Francisco game, you guys were out. How excited were you? Because you talk highly about the offensive line all the time. Right. How excited were you to see those guys have success and come in, like, at the drop of a hat and go out there and Man. get that win on the O-line like that? What's, what's crazy is before the game, I was probably more anxious than when I was playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then after watching what those guys were able to do and, and seeing those guys work together, and, I mean, make some really good. Like, right. you, you saw some great effort on that field that day, mm -hmm. uh, especially in the second half. Yep. Uh, I was just so happy that those guys were able to pull it out. I mean, it made Christmas that much sweeter. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know we talk about, you know, the, the numbers thrown around, although nationally media members aren't talking about it like they should, but that's a completely different topic that I won't get on my soapbox about. But, you know, 88 guys have played injuries in and out. You look at where you guys are at this point. Guys getting back healthy. Perfect timing. Uh, are we going to see Derrick Henry at practice this week? Man. Probably. Hope, hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so all of that, the plus of it, I guess, and do you guys have you guys talked about this, is that you have depth unlike any other team across this league right now because you've been you've had to figure out what you have behind your starters. I think I think what it is is that is that our identity has made us comfortable. You know, I basically what I'm saying is because of our identity, guys believe in that they're gonna go in and be able to do the job to be able to win the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they've had to. Yes. But it's also because of who leads his team. You know, Vrabel leads his team. It's something he talks about all the time. So even if you're just joined the, the team that week, 
These guys are coming in, they're going in the game, they're contributing, they're having good performances. I mean, that's just belief to me. That's belief, 100%. So your coach should be coach of the year, you think, huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, I mean, without question, right? I think, I think it's like I think it's like dealing with this because we've seen other teams dealing with what we're dealing with, but then to be where we are and dealing with it, yeah. to, to see the teams that we've beaten when we were dealing with it. I mean, I'm sure that uh, it was probably just, you know, everybody in this room and my team that believed that we were going to L.A., you know what I mean? Because with all those injuries and, and yeah, people I didn't think out, you were gonna win that game, dude. It's crazy. I bet. So, I, so it's like I bet with y'all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he did. And then to be able to win all those games, our four toughest games of the year, yeah. win them back to back to back. I mean, you you can't coach those types of things, man. That just comes from just players that are just grimy, uh, that play hard, hit hard. You know, they just affect everybody. How about Deontay for Roger Saffold with us on three HL? Deontay Foreman. Against Miami, and now that's 300-yard games in the last five. This guy was looking for people to impose his will on. I loved watching him run the football on Sunday. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. As, as an offensive lineman, is there an adjustment in terms of how long you hold your block, where you are, uh, when you go to the second level? Like, is there an adjustment depending on who the running back is? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think that when you're dealing with uh, you know more of like a, a scat back, uh, sometimes you don't have to hold it as long because they just find the hole and just hit it. Uh, then other times, you know, when you got people that are real grinders, you just want to stay attached so that even if he's running through an arm tackle, you can drive a guy off the ball. I mean, there's a lot of times that we got probably hit it two yards, but then we were able to push it and get yeah four or five and six yards. Uh, and our first down efficiency was off the charts. Once we start getting that run efficiency down. Next thing you know, we got a bunch of third and shorts. I mean, that was amazing. That was incredible. But with Deontay, um, he, he reminds me of Steven Jackson. He, oh, that's you know a I mean? good comparison. Yeah, he, he reminds me of Steven Jackson, the way that he runs and, and how he's able to accelerate, huh. uh, you know, kind of like the ferocity that he runs with the ball. Yeah. Uh, that and the fact that his dreads just fly everywhere <laughs> when he hits somebody. Uh, so, so, you know, that's, that's kind of my comparison with him. But it's great to have a guy like that on your squad. And, and one, like you guys said, I can't wait to get Derek back and just yeah. have that one-two punch. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I mean, it's that's gonna be it's gonna be we're gonna be feared back there. I mean, that's, that is the elephant in the room, right? And the elephant uh, had a birthday today, uh, and the reports are out there that he's gonna be on the practice field tomorrow. So it'll be interesting to see once that window gets open when he does come back. Right? Is is there something to the narrative that a player that's been out an extended time needs? four, five, six, seven, however many reps to knock the rust off? Or do you think just when he's ready, he's ready? Um, when, it, when it comes to the, to the running back position, I feel like it's all instinctive. So I don't think that he's ever going to lose those instincts. Now, when it comes to just, you know, the conditioning, you know, being able to take the hits, probably seeing things a little bit faster, of course, yeah, there's going to be a little bit of time for that. But the good thing is that, when he comes out to that practice field, he's going to be super focused because nobody wants to come back more than him. Well, and then the other thought there is, like, he, sh he should be pretty fresh, right? Like when everybody else is, is worn down from the grind of the season. Man, I've said, I've said this a lot. And, you know, sometimes when you deal with injuries early in the season and you come back after, like, you know, maybe an eight-week or a ten-week injury, I mean, you are just 
beating people up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're just not dealing with the grind. I, I hope it's the same for him. I hope we just see it, 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 like amazing performances, and I hope that it just adds more fire to the back of our old line to be able to continue to move people down the field. And, and that's what I was going to say, man. Like, it, you look for different points in the season to find something to charge you. And the playoffs brings that along anyway. But now you get to get a guy like him back. And it's really like after everybody rolling, y'all get to get healthy. Other people dropping like flies. Hey, man. Woo-wee. I know y'all going to be licking y'all chops, dog. And I'm got, looking for you. Got through that COVID thing, too. Yeah. Because you, know, you never know yeah. who, who could who could get the COVID build right. all over again in the playoffs. I right. mean, I'm, I, I felt terrible, even for the Colts. I felt bad for them, the fact that, you know, yeah. uh, Wentz was out and they couldn't come back until, until the day of the game. But, you know, it's just the nature of the beast with this all COVID up. thing. It's everywhere. By the way, you were talking about people going at you on Twitter. Like, so people were going at us saying that we gave you COVID. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. So did, yeah. I was like, no that was way. like a week yeah. and a half ago. Yeah. <laughs> we got like, that. the timing didn't work out, but. We got that. It said he was oh, just man. out there with y'all at um, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. So yeah. we gave you the COVID. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Even though none of us that was a, it. That was a long <laughs> incubation period. Right. <laughs> 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 Saffo get medical on you right there. Roger Saffo Titans, OG, OG, I like to call him. That's, That's right. right. Rotate the towel. That's Bro. right, man. It is right here. Just blowing people up on Sunday against the Dolphins. And, again, that was a really good defense, and they came in, I think, number one in sacks. Y'all gave up one. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy, man. It was crazy. Uh, you know, I think uh, with the O-line, like, we, we gave one pressure, yeah, which was, which was insane. But, once again, we took ourselves out of those situations where they could just hunt the quarterback the entire time. You know, uh, when we got most of their cover zero packages, it was in the run game because they just they couldn't stop us. Um, you stayed away from third and long. Right. Staying away from third and long. Staying away from second and long. Yeah. You know, they, they pressure a lot in second and long, and they twist people up a lot. And their twists, they do that better than anybody else. I mean, they really do. I mean, I probably watch, you know, a couple hours of film just on their twist game just because everybody's different. They, they each do it differently, and it's to everyone's advantage. And those guys do a great job of just never stopping. Like, they're just always going to hunt the quarterback. High effort. Well, um, I mean, we talked about it. You guys got it going in that run game. And, and that is so important. Like, first down is so important, especially late in the season as you get toward the playoffs um, because of the fact that you don't want those obvious passing situations, right? Like, right. you want the entire playbook open. So third and four, everything, oh, yeah. everything's there. Yeah. We can run the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? In third and fourth situations. Certainly we have good that on much, Yeah, we have that much confidence, you know, in our run game, uh, which just allows us to, to force the defense to play every blade of grass on the field. And, you know, that's what we want to do. We want to keep on, you know, uh, bringing brilliance and simplicity uh, and, and just being <laughs> able to, to move people down the field. But also, I think you guys saw that you improve on what you focus on. Yeah. I mean, that was a big focus. Hey, let's make sure that we get this first down right. I mean, there's a little bit of extra oomph behind you when you see first down because you're like, all right, this is important. Right. This isn't like, all right, we can still got two more chances after this. Like, we made it, we made it a, a statement to be able to, to be efficient on first down, and I'm just glad the way that we were, we were able to do it. I mean, in the rain, in the cold rain, yeah. it was a fun game. You know, it's interesting. Um, just off the top of my head, I, I know uh, 
there were two 200-yard rushing games and one at 199 against the Dolphins was 199. So three games right at 200 yards or more without the King in the lineup. Yeah. I mean, that, that, again, that's a testament to what you guys are able to do out there in terms of just working and next man up, and that's a real thing. Yeah, and, you know, you probably – Probably save some people some more money too, because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, if we if we had Derek, I mean, you 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 only say that he would have broke the record this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well on his way. Yeah, would have had a thousand yards by game nine, and just just keeping pushing. Him having a few two hundred yard games. Yeah, especially. I mean, I, I think it just tells you what type of team we are in November and December. In November and December, like our physicality just seems to take over. You know what I mean? And and it wears on the defense. And then when we start getting into these games, like these two- and three-yard runs start turning to four and five and six, and then we start breaking stuff. Mm-hmm. And we have more yards out there. We've had some penalties that we need to you know stay away from. But all in all, I mean, it just shows you the character of the team. No doubt. Protecting the football, too. Yeah. Um, you look at this one this weekend. What's the talk? What's the mentality? What's, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, this is this is extremely important. We give uh, ourselves, we give the city of Nashville, all of our fans, the chance to have home field advantage the whole way through. Uh, this is not the Texans. These are the Monstars. <laughs> this is Space Jam. We need to go in there. We need to win. We need to save the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we need to save Michael Jordan. Like, this is what we have to do. We have to win this game. That is the best comparison ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I mean, this city's never hosted an AFC championship game. Not to get in front of anything, but, I mean, that. I've never been number one seed in all my years of playing. I mean, I've I've gotten close with the two seed, but it it really is special to be able to have that. And it is truly an advantage. And then, you know, hell, I don't care. I'll buy buy 100 tickets. Let's just get that thing (laughs) blue as as possible. Blue as humanly possible. Uh, Coach Brable has been big on get the fans there. Come on to Houston. No, no one has done more three HL shows at Buffalo Wild Wings from the Titans than Roger Saffold. The I Titans, like this. OG, OG. Mm-hmm. Y'all give it up for Roger Saffold. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey! All right. 